15. It's a 15 yeah, pack. They, yeah, it's an extra. An extra three? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. Or is it a tax of one? Yeah, it's not a baker's dozen. It's a drunkard's dozen. A drunkard's dozen. <laughs> you say you drink 12, and then the other three just sit on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't even start right now. Welcome back to the, <laughs> welcome back to the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. Fifteen packs and all. Greetings to you. I don't know if I, I could say it's a riveting weekend, but I'm not like the rest of these schlubs out there who are beating the drum of wake me up in March for the tournament. I'm enjoying this regular season. There's plenty of value out there, right, guys? Come on. All four of us are in the building. I'm your host, Luke Neer, and to my left, please introduce yourself, sir. Uh, Mr. Guthrie Alexander is in the house. Taylor Pilkington. I love that you gave a peace sign. Nobody can see that. (laughs) Biggest Mike in his house. (laughs) Everyone, please contact us. Uh, Send us an email, accbballdegens at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter under the same name, accbballdegens. Like us on Facebook. You know, you send us your, your notes, and we will include them in a mailbag episode later in the season. We'd love to hear from you. Well, that was a lovely introduction. Okay, back to our original point. So, Saturdays have become sacred afternoons for Guthrie and I. We've set up the war room. We love watching these games. It's conference play. I don't know why people are complaining already. So, I mean, wait, do you guys, how long do you guys watch games for on a Saturday? Like, we went, walk, walk me through your typical Saturday. We wake up at 11. <laughs> <laughs> you you wake up at eleven. Okay. No, we start getting. We, we get out of from our the Friday night betting and right. drinking. I hope. Right. Well, see the Friday night games are. We've been really good at Friday nights. Yeah. Like, you know, We've been money on Friday nights. Schools, a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, you know, there's a little bit more action to be had there. Just yeah. Because I feel like if you bring knowledge to the table, Mike has the wrong microphone win. on again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. That's good. Sorry. I wasn't ready for that. It's like he's in another cold room. open. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so we really uh, we start preparing ourselves. We get out of our PJs around eleven. I think that's fair, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you guys live together. Okay, so you you get into whatever it is that you get into after your PJs. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I, I assume that is some type of basketball short. You transition from a pant You're to correct. a short. My PJs to st- my sweatpants usually. I uh, stayed in pajamas all day long on Saturday. Our neighbor comes over with his dog. Okay. I grab a, the third TV out of my room and carry it like Hercules over and set it on um, the stoop. Mm-hmm. We lock and load and start from noon and go till what? So we drop. We're in debt. We're in debt. I mean, usually I we make it to the the ten o'clock games, <laughs> and we make some. And then the Pac-12 comes around, bet. and then Guthrie and I look at each other, and we're like, "We can't do it. It's the Pac-12. Yeah. Like, whatever we're thinking, there's no angle in the Pac-12. We have to stop right now." And that's generally <laughs> when the night ends. So. Yeah, something really? terrible happens. Except for last Saturday, Mike, you'd love it when, if you were a single uh, man. When San Francisco covered first half, Dude, oh, against uh, UST. Uh yeah. yeah yeah I saw that I I looked at that line before the game. There's no way they covered the game in full though, did they? No, I don't think they did actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we you could don't, not you don't find slaughter the game. that monster of San Diego. In the no, no. Listen, we went on. This is a West Coast. We didn't podcast quite get now. to the dark webs, but we went pretty close to try to find this game on a stream, and yeah. we couldn't find it anywhere. So we had a refresh up on one of our TVs. Just the ESPN refresh because I couldn't find the stat. When you broadcast. say a refresh, you mean like a re-air? Like the no, no, the, no like refreshing the game. Box score. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. like a box score. I don't even box think it was the TV dedicated to a box score. Literally the box score. They have really cut down on those Chinese mirror streams. But then there's a trade war. The better part is our neighbor couldn't wait to see the box score up on the screen. He had to go to stat broadcast and refresh to get it a little bit before us. So wow. I ended up saying, screw you. I'm pulling up stat broadcast too. So we both got in a refreshing war until the San Francisco first half ended. And it, was, it wasn't was a great experience. But the rest no. of the day watching basketball was fine. Let's talk about the games. No, Clemson, NC State was exhilarating and one of the biggest chokes we've seen of the year yeah that virginia was, that was notre dame was one of the biggest blowouts we've seen of the year duke georgia tech was a strange first half and what else did i miss oh syracuse got obliterated by virginia tech and that's all she wrote pretty much for the slate mm. yeah so what nc, NC state louisville 
What planet are you on? That was what on what dimension are you that on? That was on Thursday. Right. Oh, yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah. You're so, specifically the Saturday games. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. I'm saying anyways, all Take your hood off. Regardless, regardless. Um, what, of those four games, I mean, which did He's you find here, the like, most interesting, let's say? You know, what What did you, of those four games, what did you take, uh, which one gave you the most knowledge? Or and the decapitation the of Syracuse I thought was very insignificant. Yeah, you thought that was good? So. Because I found it to be horrifying. You know what? <laughs> Guthrie, you can feel free to make fun of me here. So, and everyone in the building was making fun of me because. Yeah, well, I deservedly so. Well, so, you know what? Not quite up- deservedly so because the rest of you guys in the room were being a bunch of pansies and we're like, well, we, well should we, we should act on this game. We're trying to no, have fun. No, I responded. It's an. I know what you said. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Don't do it. I, you asked me and I gave you my advice. Well, okay. Oh, bear with me now, okay? There's no other. There's no angle up in the air. Mm-hmm. Now we should have waited till the game started because within three possessions, I knew how the game was going to end, and I immediately <laughs> regretted. But I, I thought of this idea, this grand idea, when everybody went out to walk the dog or something, and everybody mm-hmm. reconvened and said, "Hey guys, Syracuse is three and zero on the road, baby." They have not lost a road game this year. Why don't we just go money line? And it seemed like a great idea at the time until the game started. Yeah, I think that was the only way to go on that game. You had to be getting. And I told them. Now, I'm not defending myself because I was. Plus 240 or so. Plus 240. It was 280. At that point, you don't have to bet everything. No, it wasn't that much. Yeah. But I mean, I, like I think you take the points. Like that was my that was my whole thing. They yeah. were getting they were getting what eight six. It, six and by the time six it closed, I thought I think it closed at like eight or eight and a half. Well, my yeah. thing it was either six. Virginia and Tech was going to run riots or Syracuse was going to pull out some dark arts and win. And it turns out I forgot that Virginia Tech has the perfect defensive system. Now I knew that their offense was probably going to have a good run against the zone because they pass at the corner better than any team in the country. They do. Watch them. They pass to the corner better than any team in the country, and they get corner threes, and they get good looks. And Outlaw, whenever he shoots the ball, I feel like it's going in. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I forgot about how their defensive system really frustrates Syracuse because they have that swarm, that swarming defense, mm-hmm. and it would just swarm whoever had, was the ball handler on the perimeter, whether it was Brissett or whether it was a Battle. And I mean, Brissett made a few like really tough shots, but overall. It was a losing game from Syracuse start to finish. Yeah, and, and Syracuse is more turnover prone than people, you know, really think when they think of Syracuse. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, it, you're right. It, it was bad, and for someone who picked Syracuse to win the ACC, it was a tough game for me to watch. I still think that they win the next three or four, and they end up ten and two in the ACC here before they lose probably six straight. But still, um, it was it was a tough game. The Syracuse ball handlers really struggle against teams that push you way far out beyond the three-point line. Syracuse takes way too many threes for a team that shoots the three ball like nearly worst in the nation. So yeah. bad. Yeah. And yeah, every, third, every possession turns into like a contested three from, you know, 30 yeah. feet they're out. Like, or they're like yeah. a West Baltimore addict. They just, they keep coming they back. Do. They keep coming back looking they for believe. more. They believe. You can beat them down, you can slap them around, but it doesn't matter. You know, they're going to come back and still shoot those well, threes. At the beginning of that game, I watched like Elijah Hughes hit a three, like, you know, one of those long threes. And they showed his stats and he's like, oh, he's like a 38% three-point shooter on the season. And I was like, this is bad news. He's getting confidence. <laughs> he's going to just be like shooting those all day long. And yeah. <clears> that's that, what happened. That doesn't work for offense. That's not mm-hmm. how it works. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, well, you guys, did you want to say something else about Syracuse, not, Guthrie? Not I can really. Tell. <laughs> uh, I, I was just so impressed with Virginia Tech's ability to just completely dismantle the the zone. Uh, their passing in the first half, especially, was just unreal. They would they would find some crease and then be able to beat one guy, and then as the zone would like collapse around the penetration, they would be able to move the ball in like the blink of an eye and find an open shooter. They played yeah. really well against the well, zone. I mean, Justin Robinson set like four career highs. Yeah, he, he had like th- he yeah, he had like what seven three six, pointers, yeah. six or seven three pointers in the That's first seven. half. Yeah, in the yeah, first half. Nine, nine, of, in the nine of thirteen yeah. for the game. Well was he was unreal. Before Taylor and Guthy start, you know, the worship at the Virginia Tech altar, I'm just gonna have to push the pause button for one minute. <laughs> Are we going to know anything about this team by the end of the regular season? If they lose to Virginia and if they lose to Duke, we're not going to have any information about them because they don't really have a necessarily tough game other than maybe Louisville at home. Duke. 
At home, Duke at home. I just said if they lose to Duke and oh, Virginia, okay. yeah, yeah, do we yeah, have Duke no and big win? Yeah, I still think they could beat everybody in the Big Twelve. I, I think they would be Big Twelve I mean, champions. You know, so I I don't know. You know, you look around the rest of the college basketball landscape. The Big East is kind of trash. the The Big Twelve is not very good. The SEC, I think, is is the second best conference outside the ACC. Let me ask you a question. But, so you know, so there's still Final Four dark horse in my mind. Say Virginia Tech goes through the rest of the season. They take care of their business, right? Maybe they even beat Louisville at home because they're a good home team. Mm-hmm. But they might drop one on the road because they're a bad road team. Mm-hmm. Let's put it out there. They're not a good road team. Okay. So they win the rest of their home games. They get the Louisville win. Maybe they don't get Duke and Virginia, right. which are both home games, though. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do get one of them. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe they, they get one. Yeah. I can see them getting one, maybe. Yeah, sure. Let's say they don't. How do we evaluate this team in March if they're playing the Marquette Golden Eagles? Who do, you, who do you take? Why Marquette? Anyone but Marquette. <laughs> no, it's the funnest. It's the funnest matchup. It's it is a, a tremendously exhilarating. I mean, I, I, yeah, you might I as guess, well put me on the I committee it, yeah, because you, I, I know what what viewers want. If you're looking at dark horse Final Four candidates, those are those are probably your two right now. Who would I go with? I, I'd probably still lean towards Virginia Tech just based on their overall shooting ability, but. Damn if Marquette is not more exciting and and has more to offer, especially defensively with their size. And what length. if they play a big a good big man like Wisconsin? Oh, the Haps? Oh, no, no, no. The Haps? It does, it won't matter. It won't matter. They'll they'll just bring Chris Clark in off retirement. No, <laughs> he, no, he was disappeared by Buzz. Does anybody know where the hell Chris Clark is? I mean, good. Marquette would be a great matchup for Virginia Tech. Marquette would be. Yeah, yeah. They I, would I torch mean, him. I mean, I no, yeah. Torch him. No. I mean, any Do you team think that they'd beat Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I would be more I worried about that. If Marcus I was Howard's going to burn up eventually. Yeah, I, I you think mean burn up in a good way, being scorching like <laughs> no. NBA Jam. I, know. I mean, I just convinced his shoulders going to fall off from all the shots he's jacking down there. Maybe. I, I, look, I went and shot in the gym on Saturday, and like, I dude, I had I was wanting to play Sunday. I couldn't do it. I'm getting old, man. That's a terrible feeling. I yeah, can't. Marcus I can't Howard do anything for days. Okay, in a row. Yeah, well, these guys are fine. talking about like waking up at 11 and bringing in extra TVs dude, no and like kidding. changing from their pajamas to their sweatpants. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, no kidding. And I cannot. Do I'm over anything. here like, when does Social Security start? Yeah, when I can't do so anything jealous. three days in a row. Uh, nothing. Oh, wait, uh, name this, a name an activity. This is I can't not do it three days. What your Saturday is like? Telling Mike that, I saw a little bit of him just be like. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, guess what I did? Yeah. You know what I did? I got up and got a coffee at 7 a.m. That's right. That's right. Anyway. Which my kid then ripped off the counter and spilled all over the floor. Yeah, whatever. What else, what else happened? That was a lot of VT, but I think it was meaningful to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you guys had mentioned Clemson, uh, NC State. Let's talk about guys... Marquise Reed. Is he, uh, is he still on the ballot at all? For uh, an... <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's gosh. tough. That team, that team is so bad. What are they? They're now 1-5 in, in the are, ACC. Is that correct? Five, yep. Man, yep. thank goodness they gave Brownell an extension. Rough start. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh too soon. That's going to come up a little bit later on in the podcast. We have a brand new segment for you. We're going to plug right now. We're not going to tell you what it is, but it's coming, so stay tuned. <laughs> well, that's Ooh. not much of a plug. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. When you, when you think about Clemson, I mean, outside of Marquise Reed, what else can you really think of? I mean, well, Shelton Mitchell I can Mitchell's think of better a, free throw shooters in the clutch. Mm. How do you miss four? Is that how many? I mean, Nick, Nick Anderson, like the reincarnation of Nick Anderson. Oh, Nick Anderson, poor Nick. Where did he go to school? Was he an SEC guy? I think he was went to Auburn, didn't he? I don't know. Anyways, like doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it was bad. And you know what? I I like the most. I you know, I really like Braxton Beverly. I mean, I really I'm really happy for him. Yeah, he was one for six from three. What a yeah. great day. Yeah. <laughs> I really like him. I Maybe it was one for five. I'm you know sorry. I was is? being a little harsh. I just I like a guy that other teammates get excited about, and he seems to be genuinely loved and respected among his NC State teammates, and I love that. Well, you know what I'm, th- I'm thrilled about is that that buzzer beater has brought this Virginia line down to a point where everybody listening should attack the crap out of this line. <laughs> what, is the, what is the line for the NC State game? It's eight. Eight. Wow. And wow. NC State's at home. Can't, it's the most ludicrous line of the close. year. Wow. Well, I, the Clemson game, for me, made me, as a you know, huge Wolfsack, Wolfpack supporter, made me a little concerned. Ooh, Wolfsack. I Wolfsack. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. that. That's our new segment, <laughs> the Wolfsack. Uh, got me a little concerned because at home, 
they should have beat Clemson by more than a buzzer. They should not have needed a buzzer beater to beat right. Clemson. They, been, they have throws. not been playing well. And, and coming off that Louisville loss, Louisville is a very good team, and that's there's no shame in losing to Louisville, especially in the Yum Center. Mm. But it felt just so gut wrenching because I'm already thinking about who are going to be the double by teams in the ACC tournament, and that game was crucial for Let NC State and Louisville. To, to be in there, Dude, I got, I that's a big loss. For you. NC State's not going to get double by. Well, yeah, I mean... They're not. I think the this past weekend, all Virginia those teams... Virginia Tech, Duke, and Virginia are getting double buys, and then it's between North Carolina and uh, Louisville for the last one. Mm. I think I mean, Louisville, what, tied for uh, first place in the ACC, correct me if that's I'm wrong? Right. Six I'm, and I'm, one. Have you seen Virginia Tech's schedule? They don't have a tough schedule. Everybody else does. And Louisville has a brutal schedule in the second half coming up. They've got uh, yeah. They've got Virginia twice, and they got Duke and Vir- North Carolina again, and Virginia Tech again, Florida State. I, I that's tough. Hmm. Syracuse away. So it, you guys are already looking forward to the ACC tournament. I guess it's yeah. that time of year. Isn't no, it? we're, a, the, are we halfway through? We're about halfway the through. We're almost halfway through conference play. The double buy race is always fascinating to me. Yeah, you guys put a lot of stock in the double buy. You like oh, yeah. the double buy. I love the double buy. You're upper ash, man. You're on another level. Man, I think right now. <laughs> so you you assume that Duke and When's UVA will definitely get double, double buy team to win the the win last the non-double buy team. It was a Duke. Oh, I don't know. Were they were they non? Yeah, they my were knowledge not, yes, does not run that deep. It was the Kennard Duke team. The Kennard Tatum Duke team won the title. Um, and they were not double buy. So hmm. that wasn't actually too long ago. So never mind about that trivia question. It wasn't a good one. So of all those teams, UVA and Duke getting a double buy. Then bunch together all teams here. I'm going to lump them together. No, Virginia Tech's getting a double by. UNC, are you about? Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Louisville, maybe NC State. No, no, it's between Carolina and Louisville <laughs> for the last double by. There's three teams who are going to get double buys. I just named them. I definitely think Carolina would, is going to finish yeah. in the top four. So, I mean, Lu- so you're out on Louisville. Yeah, I'm out on Louisville. I think I'm sticking with Syracuse. I have to at this point. <laughs> I'm sticking what with Syracuse. What about Virginia Tech? Nope. They're going to finish fifth. Wow. I uh, I picked them to finish fourth. They're gonna, You know who I picked to finish fifth, though, are the Cellar Dweller Miami Hurricanes. They're not going to get a double bye, I don't think. What do you, you think? still have the Juan Hernandez excuse. Seems unlikely. And he yeah, is officially entering into the NBA draft. I'm I saw sorry, that. guys. I'm really sorry for your loss. Mm. I saw that. Was that today that he announced? I think it was. Well, Anyways. I think it's time for another segment. It's who's the worst team in the ACC, and, and this oh, is a real debate right now. I like that. Guthrie has an angle. I know Mike has an angle. Mm-hmm. Taylor does not have an angle because nope. he loves everyone, and I have an angle. So let's begin, boys. Oh, let's start with Guthrie. Guthrie definitely likes to talk about the worst teams in the ACC. <laughs> who's the worst team? Who has I've, whatever I've the opposite it, of a double I said bias. it before the ACC season started, and I'm saying it again today. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish are the worst team in the ACC. Oh. Did you say that at the beginning of the season? I don't know about that. I said it. I said it before the ACC season started. Okay, well that's not the beginning of the season. Well, yeah, it's not. <sighs> I was the only one to pick them as a double-digit finishing seed though this year. I'm proud of myself, Mike. What's the defense of the Irish? I know you don't have them as the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah, I. I... I, I don't know. I still <laughs> they get open shots. They may not be able to make any of them, but they get open shots. They can shots. get open shots. Yeah, they can get them. Um, Step one. Look, if it's not Virginia or Duke, they always cover. They may not win the game, but they are cover well, monsters. They're cover monsters. They did well at Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah to me, I mean, to me, they they're they're pretty pretty golden. They're, I feel like every conversation top, we have is like throw tier. out Virginia and Duke, mm-hmm. but then aside from those two, Notre Dame is covering. Mm. That's the case for Virginia Tech, except mm. for the Georgia Tech game. The system still works. They just can't shoot. Mm. And who knew that was important? <laughs> yeah. I, we repeat this every time. Yeah, I don't know. I think the worst team I've already mentioned it is Miami. Unfortunately, they've they've lost their way. The Larinaga <laughs> has led them astray. Uh, that that defense that used to be such a hallmark of those Miami teams is is non-existent. They currently rank 153rd in adjusted defensive efficiency. That is not a Miami team. Woof. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Ooh. So I don't know, Luke. Who do you got? You guys are not going to believe this. But I have the Wake Forest Demon Deacons as my yeah, worst totally. team in the league. Oh. You're not going to believe it. 
I, I mean, I was waiting for one of one of you guys to pick up. No, no, no. I mean, I figured since I'll, I'll what, last, last time we did 15 minutes on Wake Forest, I figured we'd give you one <laughs> one episode reprieve. And we're about to do 20 minutes. We just are regularly a 20-plus point underdog on the road. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. I think when that's you lose, a problem. When you lose to Houston Baptist at home, that's they also a problem. lost to St. Joe's. <laughs> They got got some guys I can get excited about, but they're just porous. Porous on defense, not consistent enough on offense. Do we need to get into... You know who's surprising that none of us said, and you would think that, you know, at the beginning of the season, probably we threw them out there. Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Surpri- Tech I mean, has been to me got, the surprise got, of the ACC. Well, they got that classic elite. Except besides Louisville, besides Louisville, yeah, Louisville. Yeah. I mean, but that's not a surprise. To some I, I think maybe we just did. We should have seen that coming. Maybe you know. I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, do, I think do you we should have respected Chris Mack. Listen to what? Are you a listener to this podcast? <laughs> yeah, we could have we could have just uh, sucked in that sweet nectar of Luke Nears advice and anyway, seen the Louisville run coming. Well, I thought Georgia Syracuse, Tech has been very well, impressive. I, I was the man who ha- was on Syracuse money line, so don't don't go all in on me. Okay, so That's settle true. down. Right, I That's was on true. Syracuse money line. Regardless, let's talk about Florida State. I think I'm back in. Wow. I'm back in. I was just about to say, talk about another team that's lost their way. No, I don't think they have. Now, granted, yeah, I nothing watched... nothing like beating Clemson in Miami to really get your now, groove back. Yeah. I watched <laughs> all of the Miami game, and I was just very impressed. Maybe Miami is that dreadful. Maybe. Mm, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> but I watched the first Miami-Florida State game in its entirety. I cannot believe I have not missed a, a minute of that rivalry this year. I'm yeah. proud of myself. <laughs> I don't know if that's eating your broccoli, but it's definitely eating like green beans. And, you know, Kamaji scored like five points in the first couple minutes. That's a great sign for Florida State. They hit some outside shots. And that brings me to my question. I tweeted this out. Is Phil for Jonah? Jonah Hill? No. <laughs> a, I thought we were about to go on a super bad rant, and no. I was about to be all in. <laughs> I'm going to say, Jonah and the whale. You, you, thank you. If this is a biblical thing, yeah, I mean. You uh. heathens out here, when you toss them off the ship, everything starts to, to look brighter again, and mm. I think that's the case for Florida State. Hmm. They are better without hmm. him. Better without Phil Cuffer. Yes. I, I, I don't talk, know enough about the Old Testament to really get into this Y'all metaphor. talked about this before he came back, and we he came did, back and said he's, they're out of sync, and they were out of sync. Yeah, they, they have been. They and have been. Terrence Mann is playing so much better without with more touches. I, I think there's something to this, and you all started this theory. I'm just jumping on with it. I know. You're right. You're right. I, you know, I thought that they'd have a problem adjusting with Phil Cuffer back especially because of how, where he plays on the floor. And you're right in terms of limiting Terrence Mann's touches as well. But you can't play Kumaji and Cobbengeli at the same time as Kofer. You know, you can't have those three, essentially three bigs out there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, my big question with Florida State is this team will go as far as M.J. Walker, I think, will take them. You know, mm. I, I think that M.J. Walker – and his versatility is the key. So I don't know, man. He's too inconsistent for me. He's a top tier talent, but I- I'm a little worried about Florida State personally. Yeah, it's not like they were really tested in these two games. Yeah, I yeah I didn't watch either of these games, so I can't really comment too much. But they were only eight. Have point, an uninformed opinion. Just throw it out there. Who cares? Right? That game, Still Miami. selling Ooh. them. No, they weren't. Three. They were three and a half point favorites, yeah. weren't they? Oh my goodness. And you know who's on that? Never Dude, mind. you should have been. You got to be all over that. Yeah, that's a just a good one. That was a good one. To I think on. we're discounting the Duke buzzer beater. Not oh, oh, yeah. it wasn't quite a buzzer beater, but you know the. I mean, I said it before that game. They're a perfect matchup for Duke because of how physical yeah. they are defensively. I mean, they're a team full of uh, aside. From, they're a team full of bigs and wings, and they mm-hmm. don't really have a good, true like strong point guard. You know, they've got yeah. uh, David Nichols. But he's not. He's turning the ball over way too much. Mm-hmm. They don't really have somebody to be the straw that stirs the drink, mm-hmm. and it's hard for them to like get stuff started and figure stuff out. They're always you know, going to have their defense. I mean, they, the, so there was the Zion didn't play in the second half, and, right. and, and right. they shot. Right. But still, I think that's that is aging well. You know what? That performance yeah, is aging right. well. You're right. Because you know Duke what? is is demolishing anybody not Dude, named Duke Virginia. Duke is on fire right now. I think um, we all just. 
overreacted because they lost three games in a row. It was Duke, and you think, oh, they're going to bounce back against Pitt. They lost to Pitt. They lost to Boston College. They dropped yeah. two. You don't expect. If you if they lose to Pitt, like, first game of the ACC season, win five games, then lose to Boston College, nobody's really that worried. They're just like, oh, whatever. Well, this but, is what Leonard does, okay? Yeah. Mm. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I have an important point to make about Florida State, and then we can move off of them. Too. Hit me. <sighs> okay, so I was watching basketball threat, the other day. I had to stretch for a second. That's what it takes. I mean, I'm old. I no look. So I I was watching basketball the other day, and I found out the secret to basketball, and it is all about being a people mover. So you can either move people with your quickness and your elusiveness, you know, juking people with think sick crossovers. You can move them without touching them. Or you can move them physically, like Zion does, right? Like he just moves people. Well, what people about with just, actions, like dribble handoffs? Or with dribble handoffs, right? What about emotionally, like Jonah Hill? <laughs> or like Jonah Hill. Um, but Florida State is a is a team of people, of players that physically move other players, like Cobb and Gelly and Terrence Mann. I mean, they they are physical people that will actually physically move you. They're not they're not people that will, uh, you know out quick you or run too much action to where you can't move around them. So I like that in a in a team to deliver consistent results. So I like I like Florida State going forward, but they just need to return to their their roots of moving people and stop shooting the ball. Stop, oh, they're a team full of shooters. Shoot, stop shooting the three, man. I see them as so inconsistent because sometimes the shooting drops out and it's just gone. Pound the paint. All right. So that was my that's my philosophy of basketball um for whatever that was, thirty five seconds that you'll never get back. I'm glad. Do any of <laughs> you know the what? teams that we just talked about finish above North Carolina? Louisville? No. Louisville? Uh, I think really Louisville's going to finish Maybe. above North Carolina. Have we really talked about Louisville? No, we've given them a lot of love. They didn't. Nothing happened with Louisville in the last two games. It, crucial to beat NC State. Are we, I mean, it was, it was should, a big it's win. a big win. That's, I that, don't think NC State's as good as you guys think they are. I, I'm not willing to concede it yet, mostly because of my pride. Do you know that they're... Four and three in the conference. Yes, I do know that. Is NC State it's the tough. new line, or is it Georgia Tech? Who's the new line? Because Pitt's below the line now. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know. No. You know, that first half of the Louisville-Pitt game was pretty interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I thought Pitt played really well there. And then you saw the Chris Mack effect come in, and what, they won the second half by 20 points. Yeah. Great adjustments. Uh, you know, I ended up winning the game he by 18, tremendous. 16. Um, if you're so, thinking, yeah, I don't know. If you're thinking, I, I still think Pitt's the line. Just in terms of expectations for line. what we expected, they're not the line. Louisville is the team that is most outperforming expectations. I mean, it's been amazing. If you, I think at the beginning of this year we were talking about, oh, it'd be great if they could go above 500 in conference play, and now we're talking about they're going to be the three seed in the ACC tourney. Yeah, well, I, I mean, don't think they'll be that high. But another case that Taylor just doesn't listen to a thing I say. <laughs> I think I think UNC doesn't get a double buy. I think wow. Syracuse and Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech finish above UNC. Wow. There you go. That's my Thank hot take. There's my hot take for today. <laughs> Guthrie, who's the line? Um, mm, that's a good question. I Mike don't, still thinks it's Pitt. I, don't I, think don't. I still it's, think it's Pitt. I don't. I don't. Think it's Pitt. I, don't. Um, I think it's Georgia Tech. That's my line. Could be Georgia Tech. I think Florida State's going to finish below the line. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's North Carolina State. I think it's North Carolina right. State. It just broke Taylor's heart. A little, yeah. bit, a little yeah. piece of it. How died. dare you do that to me? We've so, known each other, what, how many years? And then you say this to me? This is a man uh, that yeah, doesn't sorry. put on a proper <laughs> pant until 6 yeah. p.m. on yeah. a Saturday. I've right? worn three <laughs> pairs of uh, actually, pants today, and you can't wearing, even... You, still wearing those same sweatpants. You can't even change <laughs> a pair of pants in a week. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Seems seems like it's the it's the you know spot for them this year. Well, Guys, it's time for a new segment. Ooh. You've been introduced recently to Mike's Mid-Major Minutes. Yes. And Luke on Commentators. But another of our quartet is going to author a segment right now. And he's getting ready. He's gearing up. He just put his headphones back on. Let me introduce it to you guys. We've all seen TED Talks. We we enjoy them. Maybe some more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've decided to you know, give you guys my pitches for TED Talks. TEDx coming to a town near you sometime soon. So well, you are making pitches for your own oh, TED Talks? Oh, these are these are my like short elevator pitches for what my TED Talks will be. 
and all you know ACC basketball themed, and you guys will respond to me. Of course, the the theme of TED Talks is always you just want to go viral. Nobody cares about what you're actually saying. Right, you right, want to go right. viral online, so I will ask you. I to, watched a great one on arachnophobia recently. Right, I think TED Talks are all scam. They're terrible. Whatever, <laughs> and they're garbage. That's but, why you're doing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a scam. You're you gotta garbage. jump on that shit. Before oh, you leave. that's perfect. That's perfect. But I think they're also fun, and I'm gonna give my little TED Talks to you guys, and you guys can decide what goes viral and what does not, and discuss. Okay, all right, please hit me with this hot garbage. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can we get some fake applause to welcome me in? Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. You've been told, always, take the points. The ACC is a league of parody. Where home court is everything. Too many points, says Guthrie. Mm-hmm. Too many points. Notre Dame money line, says Vegas Mike. Too many points. Notre Dame money line. But it's time to pivot. Disrupt the narrative. As a thought leader, if I took $110 and bet it on UVA against the spread every game this season, by now, I'd have, what? $970, the second highest total for that metric in the nation. It's the Uber of ACC wagering. Bet UVA giving the points. Take the favorite. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. Oh, the pacing was so deliberate. Can I buy your book? Those, gosh, those, those TED Talks, man. Like the, man he suckered me there, in. There's, yeah, the whole thing, the whole silence, man, I, that, that made me feel good for you. I'm happy thank you, for thank you. you. I, thank you. I don't know that I've ever been happier for you, either professionally or personally. I, I think that's that I, that I vaguely right insulting, considering. <laughs> I really think that segment was better than together. Taylor Pilkington's Knowledge Quest life experience. <laughs> that's yeah. also insulting. Oh, that was good. Yeah. No, good, good, good for I you. I mean, would you take UVA? Because I, I, I thought of this because legitimately I am scared every time I see a UVA line and then they always not, blow it out. I'm like... No, they've been candy this year. I'm 10 like, and 1 against Like when, when Luke said, year. oh, NC State is uh, getting eight points against UVA. That's ludicrous. Everyone's like, that is ludicrous. I kind of believe it. That's ludicrous. But a small part of me was like, hmm, got to take NC State there Dude, too. Dude, there's, oh. no, there's no doubt in my mind I'm going to take NC State money line. <laughs> well, that, that, seems, <laughs> that seems way too suspicious, right? Yeah, oh, it is. But you know what wasn't but suspicious? But if you look like at it. Notre Dame minus getting 11 at home. Like that, I could see why people could justify that. And that was the dumbest line I saw. But I, I, but I mean, if you look at their performance, they've always covered. And I don't. Do you guys think that against the spread metrics matter at all? I kind of think that they. I, I do. I do think they matter. I mean, I think that they are a good representation of the public's overall perception of a team versus what they're actually delivering on the court. So I yeah, think, I think. I think Michael is, is getting valuable. too cute against Power Five teams. Me. Yeah, I think you're getting a little too cute. I trust all your mid-major knowledge, but you're getting mm. too cute when it comes to these underdogs like Notre Dame and NC State and I don't know. Oh, no. You're getting we, too cute. We know friend of the podcast, Greg Peterson, who works for the uh, Vegas Sports Information Network, who we, we will be having on later this year. He has said that in general, you know, I'm generalizing here, a rule of thumb is in Power 5 conferences – you take underdogs more often than not, and in non-power five, you know, teams games. You not take, when two teams have separated themselves more. from the rest mm. of the league. Two because, teams have separated power five themselves. Because bunches together. Yeah. You didn't hear a word I said. No, I didn't. Go ahead. Two teams have separated themselves. Yeah. From the rest of the league, they two teams have separated themselves. If you have not seen that right now, we might need to have auditions for a fourth degenerate. But I mean, if that's the case. There's been, there really hasn't been that much of an inflation inflation and adjustment like Duke against Notre Dame. What was that? Fourteen? Like get out of here! It's a fourteen point spread. Like get out of here. So Duke and Virginia, because in those same metrics that I 
I named the against the spread numbers, Duke is not nearly as good as UVA. They're still positive. I mean, the if you took $110 and bet on every game against the spread, Duke would you well, end up with like 340. So it's still positive, sharp, but still. If you're real sharp, you look at Duke and how they play in the paint in the interior, and Notre Dame, that is their weakness. They can't defend the paint worth anything. And you could have seen that if you watched Virginia Notre Dame, and you should have said, well, that's going to be replicated on Big Monday, and that's exactly what happened. Hmm. Well, that was all very interesting. So where do we where do we go now? I mean, you you, you don't think that Virginia continues this hot streak? Yeah, absolutely, because the, the, nothing's been inflated. The, the NC State game is not inflated. I don't see how they wouldn't be eight-point favorites at the beginning of the year compared to where they are now, where they're 18-1. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think that line's been inflated? It hasn't. Inflated? No, I don't think it's been inflated. Well, then why isn't there opportunity there? Well, I mean, for this particular game, you I think, think it's NC a State's going to win. So I mean, I think that that's that's a down okay. that's a downside well. for uh, for UVA. But <laughs> um, you know, but you know, I guess I, I think there is there is value overall right now. Um, obviously, for UVA, this is a nightmare matchup for NC State. It is a nightmare matchup. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what we're going to do is we're going to replay this for one another uh, after the game tomorrow night. Okay, we'll, we'll same it. time, 10 p.m. after the game is concluded, <laughs> and I'll be I'll be the shoulder for you to for you to lean on. Let's say you won't be weeping quite yet. That'll be later in the year when they win the national championship. Who, NC State? Uh, no, no, UVA. Well, I um, mean, I mean, the biggest thing is that Markel Johnson is back. He's back. And that's you huge. Know, that, can I that, takes that turns that team completely around. Oh, yeah. It's totally I've got news for you. He played against Clemson. He was involved in that debacle. Ew. Yeah. He kind of played. They did win, but oh, he, he, had, he led the team in scoring. <laughs> he kind of played. He kind of played. He, 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 had, he didn't look quite back to me, but. 25 not, minutes. Anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, So, are you guys Let ready me, to look at the I'm actually ready to pick. Let's are pick. you ready to pick? Yeah. Can we just start picking games? Yeah, I'm ready. That Guthrie's ready to spit that yeah, fire. I, that, that's what let's I'm here for. Let's pick the Virginia yeah, game. Let's, let's You've heard some. what Mike has to say. You've heard what I've, I've had to say. I'm going to, you know, if I make a trip up, maybe I'll drive to West Virginia or someplace t- tomorrow night. I might take my car, Guthrie's car title, maybe the cat as collateral as well. That's how confident I am right now because I love Cali to death. I've got two and more And I think TED I'm going to put prepared. it all on Virginia. I'm led with the weakest one. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I have to, I have to go with, with Virginia. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's really hard to to go against their their run of play recently. Offense has just been incredible. Uh, I mean, I can't remember the last time. Virginia team was ranked higher in offensive efficiency in Ken Palm than on in defensive efficiency. Like that is insane. They're going to score a lot of points against NC State. NC State Mm -hmm. can defend. Secondly, I have one more point to bring into this, which I've been thinking about recently. And it's the don't let the foot off the gas angle. And you know, a lot of teams would like to claim that they never want to let the foot off the gas, but it happens. But for Virginia, it's a little bit different when they have three players who are being considered for the NBA draft and other players who are fighting for playing time. So say, uh, for example, Ty Jerome doesn't have a good first half, which happened against Duke, which, I mean, he wasn't, he was fine against Notre Dame, but it was Kyle Guy and DeAndre Hunter lighting it up in the first half. Ty comes out. And he's on a mission in the second half to get his. And it, that's exactly what happens. And then you have Huff trying to get his, playing hard because he's playing for playing time. Same with Braxton Key. Same with Kihei Clark. You've either got people fighting for playing time or fighting. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, they're fighting for the good of the team, but they're also fighting for their future as well. So that's why they don't put, let the foot off the gas, and that's why they've been covering like crazy. That's my angle. Hmm. I like that angle. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, give me UVA. That's all I got. Three v one. Okay, next NC game. State money line. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Last time I was on an island was uh, UNC Louisville. You guys remember how that one went? You guys remember when you all thought that Louisville would go into the ding dong and ring victorious? Hmm? I just picked uh, Louisville to finish above <laughs> UNC. So yes, the better, t- the superior team. Friends, fellow D Gens. Hmm? 
All right, let's move on. What's the oh, next good game? Lord, Mike. <laughs> We're not bringing up history on this podcast right now. Next game. Uh, what about what else do we have tomorrow? Oh, North Carolina and Georgia Tech. Oh, I think oh, this is a fascinating game. It is. Man. That is a fascinating. UNC, your nine point favorites. That, and that seems is like a lot to at me. Georgia Tech. That is at Atlanta. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. I'm taking the passengers here. I'm man. in. I've Part, been sold. I think nine is too much by by just a little bit, but too much. North Carolina's coming off a bye. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Always a good thing for Roy. Really? Oh yeah. Traditionally? Oh yeah. Maybe I'll change my oh, pick. Yeah. Give, give me UNC. So. I, I've come around. I, I mean, they've been blowing people out. I give me UNC here. I don't care about the defense of Georgia Tech. I give think me North Carolina UNC's first half. <laughs> Very specific. Nasir Little over under fifteen points. Under. Under. I'll do that with they you right now. Twenty three the other day. I mean, Georgia Tech turns the ball over a lot, and that's a bad recipe against a team like UNC True. that likes to push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. definitely yeah. have a serious turnover issue. Well, in, well, in mean, you could say Duke likes to push too. Didn't really kill them in the Duke game. No, they covered against Duke easily. Georgia Tech very easily. Easily they never really seemed in doubt either. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Georgia Tech here. A nine, I think. I think it's probably a six to eight point. It's a sweaty game. Not one I'd want to be a part of, but. I'll pick Georgia Tech. I'll take Georgia Tech, but I, I like North Carolina first half. Catherine, you've already taken North Carolina. No, I like Georgia Tech. Really? That's way too many points. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That surprises been, me. North Carolina away, I've I've been on when they're heavy favorites. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> you won't fool me twice. What about the pick? That's how it goes. That's, That's how it says. goes. <laughs> what about you, Taylor? Oh, North Carolina. Okay. Really? I've already, yeah. Okay. Pitt at Clemson. What a wonk fest. I don't know what to do here. Clemson minus five. I got to go with Clemson here. They need this game so badly. Clemson. The pit narrative, it's seeming more and more like smoke and mirrors as the days progress. Yeah, lots of talk that uh, his boys are gassed up there in Pittsburgh. That uh, young team just hitting the wall. That's what they, that's what Capel's trying to say. I don't know. Five points. I I gotta say Clemson too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marquise Reed too much. He comes out with within ten after missing those free throws. It's a tough one. Uh, well. Yeah, I'll take Clemson. I think the home court advantage is what does it for me. They've struggled a lot on the road, but they've been much better at home. Also, newsflash: I'd like teams coming off losses more than ever this year. <laughs> I feel like I'd rather have a team coming off a loss than a team who's coming off like two or three wins, just from <laughs> the law of averages, maybe. Or desperation. Yeah, I think it's the latter. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like... Anyways, go ahead, Guthrie. Go ahead. Uh, gosh, I, I also really like Clemson here. <laughs> I think I think this this is, you know, well within their range of being able to cover this. Yeah, they're good at beating, like, kind of bad teams, mm-hmm. which is kind of what Pittsburgh <laughs> and they are, is. And they are <laughs> pretty good at home. Like, yeah, they're pretty good at home. I think that's the main difference for me. It's, I mean, yeah. I said it. What's that? The home court advantage. Oh, like yeah. Clemson has looked markedly worse yeah. on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those seventeen hundred people in the stands are gonna. It's huge. <laughs> really gonna be a comforting factor. You know what they always <laughs> said? South Carolina is a basketball state. Yeah, no, that, that is, is what, what they, they say. Said. That is what they say. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like something I've heard before. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's the next game? Let's talk about Wednesday. Virginia Tech at Miami. Virginia Tech, your six point favorites. Six? That's too low. Against Miami? Yeah, Miami's awful. I mean, that's it. It will probably move up, but in we don't. Miami? We don't have a line right now. It's we're projecting a little bit far. It's out. in Miami. You said it's yes. in Coral Gables. Yes. See, way too low. But Miami. Virginia Tech does have a propensity to to just take a dump and win by four in this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in this one, I would take Miami. Oh, oh so he believes in the field. <laughs> As as I get like indignant about how low the line is. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to say I already think I I was looking back at projections. I already think it's gonna not even open at six. It's hard to tell, but it's probably gonna open at like eight or something and then even go up. Ken Palm has it as eight, actually. Okay. So whatever whatever it's gonna go to, I don't know, but if it's single digits, uh in mid, low single digits, whatever, give me give me Virginia Tech. Yeah. Hokies. Hokies. Yeah, the only guard smaller than Justin Robinson in the whole ACC, right? Chris Lakes. <laughs> Man, I feel for him because Chris Lakes is amazing. Mm-hmm. Is and he? It, yeah, I love Chris sure Lakes. Yeah, that? he's great. 
I and don't just, know, man. Can he shoot? Have you ever seen a guy that small who can't shoot? I mean, who cares? He gets into the pain. Maybe he's squirming, you know? Maybe Kihei Clark, but he actually had a nice shooting night last time out, so I don't know. Clark Clark's shooting is, is I don't know, it's an adventure. Regardless, let's go to the next Clark game. Clark is like a less you, talented tryhard version Luke? of Chris Legs. Is it six or eight? Uh, we're all eight. picking six. Are we picking it? At, at Let's do eight? it. Yeah. It's okay. going to be eight. Anyone uh, in the it's going to be eight or higher. Any of our picks. It's going to be eight All you guys are going to take Virginia Tech. Yeah. And any other person. I'll take give I'll give take me Miami money. at eight. Give me Miami at Oh, my God. Here we I'm go. I'm thinking about it. Here we go. <laughs> you know what? I used to love Miami. I'm pretty sure if you check the tape, I was like, they're going to finish top four in the ACC this year. Maybe it's time to get back on that train. Was Florida State just the a nightmare matchup for them. That's yes. what I'm trying to think yes. of. Miami is not as athletic as most teams in the ACC, which is a problem. I'll take Miami plus eight. I'll do it. Oh, put wow. me on the island. Put me on the island. All right. wow. I love it. Did we all pick Miami? Guthrie's no. here getting no. points. I'm on, I'm on Hokey Island here. Switch me back to Virginia wait, Tech with Guthrie. Guthrie. Switch me back to Virginia Tech with Guthrie. I'm back. I'm Guthrie. back. Guthrie. Oh wait, I see Make you. a gobbler. Guthrie. Luke dropping a gobbler sound Guthrie effect. is updating a spreadsheet over there. Can you give us an update on our in-season oh, standings? Yeah. Yes. Oh, let's see. Is it actually, up to date? Let's, we'll, we'll take a break. Is it in, actually up to date? this week's picks for a nice, juicy update. I might have to walk out of the studio. It's pretty bad. It's it is it's pretty bad. I feel like I'm doing okay this year, but I feel it's like not because... as bad as our picks. So no, I'm just kidding. Our picks aren't that bad. So we've we've picked 50 games. Who's ahead? Oh, 50. Who's ahead? 55-0. Who's, who's in the lead? With 26 correct. It's got to be you because you're excited. Mike Jaffe. Oh my and only wow. 26 out of 50. 54. That's embarrassing. 52. 26 is pretty good. Nah, it's not very good. Yeah, it's not very good. That, that, that didn't cover the juice. That. Wow. Doesn't cover the juice. Yeah, it doesn't cover the big. Okay, well, yeah, you guys, got, got, you guys got a lot of comments for people that are not above fifty percent. Yeah. Fifty-two percent is you leading. Think, you think Dude, these I picks brought, I make are serious? No, I'm just doing it for you know talk value. I, this I've is probably AM gone seventy percent over the past like three or four yeah, times. Yeah, you've been actually been. Killing I've been it. on a heater recently. Also, with twenty-six picks is yours truly, Guthrie, Guthrie. and I have gotten exactly two right in the last 10. Wow, so I better not be behind Taylor. Yeah. Where I'm at. With 24 picks, Ugh. Taylor Pilkington. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, There's no, no way I'm doing this poorly. Oh, no. So no. only Ball two picks lie. behind. Ball I mean, one pick under 50% is no nowhere good. That's terrible. <laughs> I demand a recount. I need to look at these picks. Oh, man. With, with 24 picks in last place. Oh, they're tied for last. <laughs> Luke Deer. Oh, so somehow no. we're within two picks of each other. Wow. And Herd mentality. There's no... Uh, hey. I'm going to come on strong Excel. in the second half, Excel boys. doesn't lie. I'm, I'm coming on strong. <laughs> I'm not messing around, okay? Well, if we had... If we had done an update after week eight, I would be in a much better position. Yeah. Let's just say that. I wish I would have asked you a couple weeks ago. So this ago. is just yeah. to say, caveat, don't take any of our advice because no. it's all terrible. Hey, uh, consensus picks were five and four. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's terrible. We're really good at being one pick above 500. Uh, island picks were all like right at 500. Oh, okay. So, so do I just get all the Virginia games right and everything else wrong? I mean, is that what is that where I am at this point, dude? Because I'm ten and one with Virginia picks this year. Wow. I've only missed one. Well, you're welcome to look at the uh, spreadsheet there. Well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes they're not available in Taylor's picks. So, hmm. yeah. let's let's go on to uh, Saturday games. What do you say? Okay, now I feel like I'm in it. Now that I know well, the let's score, pick, of the there's game. Yeah. one more there's juicy one from Wednesday. Here. Syracuse at Boston College. Right now, we're projecting Syracuse only three point favorites. Could that be okay. right? Three point five. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, give me the dark arts to respond. Yeah, I and mean, it's in I, Boston I like College. Him. I don't I care. Can, I can see people picking Boston College here, but in this season, uh, well, no, actually, no. I'll pick Boston College. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're no, a maniac. I, like. I can see the reasons why. <laughs> well, actually, those are good. <laughs> yeah, reasons. those are good reasons. The only thing holding me back was my previous uh, judgments about Syracuse. And no, you have to let go of those things, and I'll pick Boston College. Well, coming off that win uh, over Florida State, people are probably pretty higher than normal on them so yeah i, I see yeah, it yeah i could see it mm -hmm. give me syracuse <laughs> <laughs> favorites yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah taylor says give me the favorite and the over <laughs> so honestly um i i do want to join you jaffe on mm -hmm. this on this B, bc 
Yeah, they're pretty uh, good. Oh, good. That means Taylor will be uh, what? What are this? Will put us within one, right, of the lead? But no, I'm, I'm taking cues. Sure, I'm taking cues. Oh, you are. BC is, oh, BC is sh- not oh, a good, not a good shooting team. I, I really have a hard time seeing them busting the zone. Uh, if Popovich gets in foul trouble, it, this is going to be a blowout. He is the lone guy that can be in the high post. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart when I look at Syracuse stats and I see that nobody is shooting above 36% from three-point range. Not Kai Bowman, not Jordan Chapman. I mean, it just it hurts me. Yeah, Physically, yeah. physically, I feel pain. Okay. I'd say the best bet is probably the under in this game. Yeah, could Fair. be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, neither we'll team what, can shoot. We'll see what points are at. What total points are at. All right. All right. What you got for Saturday? More, more of Taylor's wisdom. Louisville minus eleven at Wake Forest. I know that's, I that's also that's one. a Wednesday game. That's also a Wednesday game. That's a Wednesday game. Oh yeah. wow! Wednesday's slate is juicy. It's a lot of opportunity for us to catch up, Taylor. Just a two-game deficit. I I plan on making that up. Let's let's do this one quickly. I'll take Louisville. Nobody wants to take the stab. Give me Louisville. Yeah, I'll take Louisville, too. I'm not going to do I'm, it. I'm, I'm not on the train. The Cardinals, let's go. Oh, wait. They're playing Wake Forest? Yes, yeah. at Wake what Forest. Am I, what am I talking about? At Wake. Give me Wake. Yeah. Wake with 11 points 11 at points. home? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I, I'll take Wake Forest with you. All right. That's what I like to That's hear. actually my favorite pick of the week so far. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. That's so many points. <laughs> the you Cardinals. before, Mike. They... The cards, baby. Oh, I'm taking Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Let's go on Saturday games. Danny Manning is getting fired. Yeah. After Not this yet. game in the Not tunnel. Not yet. <laughs> Wake Not Forest today. degenerates have to make enough money in order to buy him out. So Saturday, great slate of games. Let's oh, talk about UNC this. Louisville is my favorite one, and I love the Cardinals at home. Give it to me. Yeah, UNC at Louisville. Louisville one-point favorites yep, right now. I'm taking give, Louisville. Give me the Cardinals, yeah. Mm. No problem. Mm. Revenge game? Huge mm. in the Yum Center. Mm. The better team. One point favorites win. after oh, yeah. losing by what did, how oh, much yeah. did they lose? 20. A large 20? amount. Yeah. No, well, they're they, one point underdogs, actually. Oh, the, oh, you're expecting UNC to be one point favorites. No, they're gonna be one point underdogs. Yeah, Louisville are the Louisville favorites. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Um mm. Has anything changed really? Like is no, is North no, Carolina these, could you these could you argue that North Carolina is like playing better? Have yes, they yes. have they found themselves? Yes, they are better. playing have, much better. Have they, really have they had yeah. a a a coming to coming to Jesus moment and come know, to Jonah moment? Yeah. Come, that to, what come to Jonah Hill moment. Are is <laughs> is good. UNC collectively McLovin? Is that is that what we're seeing? <laughs> too deep. Too deep. <laughs> Uh, it's a whale of a game I'll I'll take the Cardinals (laughs) you got it it's very clever. Yeah, I'm taking UNC. Okay. No doubt. Kobe oh, White is going to eat is. up Christian Cunningham. I'm worried that that is a smart pick, but I'm still taking Louisville. Mike yeah. and I have picked opposite, I think, on almost every, every single, single game one. except for Clemson. Mm. And we're both on – are we both on Georgia Tech? <laughs> are we both Tech? on Clemson? You're both on Georgia Tech, you're, you're both, both on Clemson, Clemson. Clemson. and you're both on Miami. Oh, oh we are both God. on Miami. Oh, Miami. God, yeah. <laughs> Look at See, I, I feel like the these lines fluctuate, though. So that's the only problem. Like, uh, are we going off of the, the line on the sheet or the line proje- by tip-off? It off? can't go high enough for me. Louisville's going to win that we game. Have to do, like, we have to project this. Six. So I guess it could go high enough for me. Okay. The way that these picks work, I will let you in on something. The oh. way that they work is very technocratic. I'm not we, sure I want to hear this. We probably a pick based on some line that we like make out of like make Ken up out makes. of thin air. Yeah, Ken makes. Ken makes really, and then the whether we win or lose is based on that line, not the line at tip. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, that, that right. makes sense. Because otherwise, you know, who yeah, knows? Who knows, who knows what, what the line could be? Who yeah. knows? There's no way to keep track of that stuff. <laughs> Virginia Tech at NC State. The Packer favored by one. I know where I stand on this. I'm going with the Virginia Tech Hokies to get their biggest road win of the season at the NC State. Really, they're only one to brag about road win of the season at the NC State Wolfpack. Mm. And here we are, the first time we've agreed on a big game. I'm all, all, right. I'm all over Virginia Tech. I thought we agreed NC on uh, State. It, uh, It's Georgia switched Tech. if that matters. Virginia Tech is the one-point favorite. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Whatever. They're going to win. Okay. NC State sucks. Oh! You know what? Just shit. for that comment, give me NC State. NC State I is going to win you. this game. You did. Oh, You're such no. a little sheep. And it, and it worked. Come here, my Mark sheep. Markel Johnson is back. Uh... 
They're they're back to what they were. Blah blah blah. Torn Dorn. I love them. Torn Dorn is amazing. You know, love NC State. Let's do it. Let's mm. keep. NC State is tough for me because it's kind of like uh, you know you you treat the people you love in your life the worst. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're you, you act true. the worst to the people you love in your life. That's true. And that's what I feel like NC State is to me. Like mm-hmm. I I am the abused spouse in this right right i look at nc state and i say are you getting the best of me right no no i'm, I'm giving the best of me to someone else whether it's my job or to this podcast or whatever it is nc state's not getting the every, best every time i watch their game i think to myself oh i can't wait to sit down and watch some uh, fantastic kevin keats basketball and then i just see a lot of long contested twos <laughs> i have flashbacks to cj leslie shooting from the high post and then uh, uh and then Torrin Dorn starts missing, and then he drives the lane and doesn't get the foul right, call. Right, right, right. Oh, it's Taylor, terrible. I'm leaping you this week, okay? Yeah, and then Devin Daniels just like can't do it. His weird spin moves don't work. Yeah, it's you like, realize C.J. Bryce isn't quite the player you hope yeah. he'd be. Yeah. I'm like, oh, C.J. Bryce, this isn't UNC Wilmington. <laughs> oh, it's it's tough. Mm. Guthrie. But when it's working, it's a thing of beauty. Oh, it's like it will against you. Like it will against money line. All these teams that I'm taking him against. Well, in order for the Wolfpack to be the line, the Hokies are going to have to win. So give me Virginia Tech. Well, can I can I like ask a question? I mean, this might need this might need some music. Okay, has Guthrie picked against Virginia Tech all season long? <laughs> he loves oh, Virginia actually, Tech. I don't think I have. Yeah, I mean, like the podcast you <laughs> missed, which was Virginia Tech in Virginia. Okay, you're right. I'm like the the line is Virginia by what was it by eight? And I'm like. Obviously, Virginia at home. And then Guthrie's like, give me the Hokies. Oh, my God. Only eight? You're gonna co- this is a one-possession game. Like, immediately fires. But he, I think you should check oh, this out. I, I No, you're, you're 100% right. He's picked the best single I've picked that We've picked Virginia Tech uh, five games. And I picked them, I've picked them oh, five times. It's been more than wow. that. It's been more than that. Anyway. Okay. Well, I love the well, it's are good, three man. versus one. Three versus one against the spread. How oh, they, oh, I don't know what they are oh, against, against the spread. The spread. <laughs> they're, no, not, they're, they're not. They're not that good, good against yeah. the spread. Okay, let's but go. But I pick them every time. Um, God, what a terrible game! Syracuse and Pitt. Syracuse and Pitt. I'm not gonna watch a minute of this game. Oh, Forget man. the old Big East. It's gone. It's been blown up. Is it gonna be yeah. a ten point game? Ten point line. One. No, it's a one point line. One. Syracuse, your one point favorite. One. How? How? <laughs> and here comes Mike. He's Explain like, this to me, Taylor. Wow. The Mike's thing like, is, give me the Panthers. The thing is, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. How do you not love Pitt there? <laughs> you gotta be give me one. Oh man. Oh, who did you think the tip flight line was gonna be in favor of? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually think I, I think be in favor Pitt, of Turkey. Pitt might be, I was gonna take No, Syracuse. Pitt might be the favorite. But yeah. if it's a one point line, I'm taking Pitt. Pitt might be the favorite. I think Pitt's gonna be the favorite. What? That wow. makes yeah. you just think something. Yeah. You think the thing is, Palm has Pitt winning this game. If you the thing is if you look at like the numbers, Pitt actually still looks really good. And their mm. defense in particular looks very good. Top twenty in the nation. Right. But their offense just Chukuku. can't and nothing Chukuku? happens. Nothing Nothing happens with their offense. Chuck- That's the problem. Mm. I'm worried about picking Syracuse too many times. That's why I might have to go with Pitt as well. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Pitt. I can't believe I'm doing it. I oh think this God. is the run. I'm, I'm going to take Syracuse. Uh, on the road again? On the road again? Wow. On the road again. I'm Syracuse in their little road trip. Hey, they're 3-1 and one on the road. the only place they can win. Yeah. Except at Castle. Notre Dame at Boston College is... E- uh, oh, it's the rematch... Because Boston College lost at Notre Dame. Ooh. Notre Dame's lone win in the conference. And now Yeah, that was a bad loss for Boston College. The mm. series shifts to Chestnut. How do you Hill. pick between these two teams? No, nah, it's definitely Boston College. Maybe Boston College minus two. Yeah, all day. That's probably I don't know what's the line. Was it like two. three? It might be three. Yeah. I think it's gonna go um, up to three. Yeah, Boston College. Yeah, give if me Boston College. But if we tell Mike it's a pick 'em, he's gonna switch his pick to that <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Yeah, if you tell me Notre Dame is the like favorite you, by five. Actually I'll you're gonna get Dame. even better value for what you wanna do. Okay, in that case I'm switching. <laughs> yeah. Is this on, is this game on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Oof. I'm yeah. You you should absolutely hammer BC. I don't understand why you wouldn't I can't mm-hmm. believe you guys are like your lock of the weeks are these I like, I like coin Boston flip College. games, and there's so much free money tomorrow. There's right. like a there's a there's a gift that's been given to us tomorrow. 
and Which nobody wants NC to jump State on game. it. Yeah, the NC State UVA. Nobody game. wants to jump on it, but me. Really, the three of you guys, the other three don't. Yeah, you but wouldn't they take oh, like UVA. Yeah, but Guthrie was like, um, I guess um, I'll I'll take. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll bet and on you, but I'll like, be rooting for NC State in my heart. <laughs> That's what'll happen. You picked NC State, did I? Yeah, I think right. Okay, mm, oh, not on the spreadsheet. G- give me both these teams on the spreadsheet. <laughs> give me both. Push. I'll, just, I'll pay the big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, push. Write yeah. me down as a push. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got pay for that, right? I think it's time to start something up halfway through the season. Lock of the week. Okay, oh, that's my lock I of the like week. That. What's your your lock of the week? Is UVA? Over NC State. Eight, uh, mine eight. is NC State money line plus 280. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, what about you? It'll be mine, is, mine is Louisville just. Which game? Taking Louisville taking North Carolina out to the woodshed. Oh, wow. Louisville take That's Louisville. Your out to the woodshed, huh? That's your lock is, of the week? Oh, yeah, sure. Are you oh, insane? Switch yeah. APTP. That's here. right. <laughs> <laughs> Guess Wait, what's Louisville, your lock of the week? Louisville beating North Carolina is your lock. Um, it's Taylor. Come on. Hmm. It's like, how about those Hokies? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Virginia Tech at Miami. Oh, yeah, that is, that is a good one. Give look. it to me. Give yeah. me the Hokies. Eight. Hokies, eight-point favorites. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. When, when, uh, we, when we do your headstone, that's what I'm going to advocate to put on it. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in the ground. I can't wait for the NC State fans to tweet at me tomorrow and the Virginia fans to tweet at Mike. It's going to be great. Oh, so, yeah. Um, actually, it's probably today when you're listening to this. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. As people are driving in Have fun. and doing PNC whatever Arena. they're doing. By the way, Virginia's never lost to NC State in a regular season game. Ever? No, in the Bennett era. That's all oh, that matters. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you guys, you guys forgot everything that happened before. Yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Jones had some moments. He had, he had a moment uh, or two. 95 was okay. He's still having nice. moments at ODU. He may have put on a few pounds, but he's still having moments. Okay, anyway. Final Anyways. thoughts? <laughs> that is my final thought. Who hasn't put on a few pounds, Mike? <laughs> Who hasn't? Who among us? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. We didn't do Mike's Mid Major Minute. We're gonna have to save that for next episode. But you know what? The mm. Hofstra bandwagon is gaining a lot Dude, of no momentum. Kidding. Mike no Francesa is even on it right now. Is that right? Yeah, he was tweeting about it earlier today, and I, I thought of you immediately. I actually took a special road trip and went and saw them in person. I went and watched. There, there are only a few among us in this room who have watched Hofstra play live and seen the delights of Justin Wright Foreman in person. Not one of those people. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Hofstra, let me tell you. Uh, if, if I could take a futures bet on them winning one game in the NCAA tournament, I'd do it right now. Plus 800? Ooh, juicy. <laughs> do you think they're going to be a uh, 15, 16? Hofstra? Yeah. No, 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 no. They'll be a 13. They'll, they'll be, be a like a yeah. 6. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll be a 6. No, College of Charleston, I think, was a 13 or a 14 last year when they played Gonzaga. Oh. No, when they played Auburn, I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is who they should have beat. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I digress. Um, oh, my yeah. God. They're going to win the CAA for I'm sure. I'm glad though, to right? see Vegas uh, Mike is I don't back. Know, I don't know about for sure, but they're, they're, on, a, they're on a heater Can right now. we talk now. about how the CAA, well, not the CAA. They're 9-0 and in the CAA. And mm-hmm. the cl- next closest teams are Delaware and Northeastern, both six and three. So they, yeah. you know, but they have the tournament. Yeah, you know, so. We need Anything to talk about happen. how the mid majors have disappointed this year. That's that's a topic for the next podcast. <laughs> Dude, we can talk about how great they've been if that's what you want to talk about. You know, I, I take that as a personal affront. I don't want to. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be who I was going to talk about today. <laughs> Wait, oh, you have one prepared? Uh, no, we don't have to talk no, about Lipscomb. We'll, we'll, we'll hold that for next week. We had a nice Taylor, Excellent team. Uh, Taylor talk Louisville. segment, so it, it was good enough. But anyway, let's close up with some sh- housekeeping. You can contact us on Twitter. Please subscribe if you haven't already, and please like get your grandmother to subscribe if she's picked up a you know an iPhone or an Android, or your grandfather if he's you know into this podcast business. Oh, I thought you were talking about her picking up the grandfather. I would love to see that. Just a grandma that could bench Both, press yeah. a grandfather. Both. Either one. I would love that. And uh, you can contact us on, on Twitter or by email. We are at ACCBballDGens on Twitter. And our email address is ACCBballDGens at gmail.com. Thank you. Mm. Lipscomb. So they should have beat Louisville. It was a five-point yes. game. Close game. With two minutes left. They beat TCU, right? 
Yeah, dude, they're legit squad. I'm here to talk about the weather. Specifically, 40 degree days. Listen to Stringer Bell. 60 degrees, it's a barbecue. Down to 20, everyone's inside. But 40, nobody cares. It's the curse of the mediocre. Leonard Hamilton is mediocre. Leonard Hamilton is the ACC coach that most deserves to be fired. Leonard Hamilton is a year full of 40-degree days. $2.5 million per year. No more than one win in the ACC tourney since 2012. Six NCAA tourney appearances in 17 years. Last year's Elite Eight is keeping him afloat. But Tallahassee deserves more. And conventional wisdom says that Danny Manning will be the next one gone. But Danny Manning innovates. Danny Manning is a growth hacker. Danny Manning is a disruptor. Leonard Hamilton is dial-up in a wireless age. Compact discs in a streaming world. There's a special kind of horrible that goes by the name Mediocre. Leonard Hamilton is Mediocre. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Hamilton is a year of 40 degree days. Is, is, I mean, there will be no better line uttered on this podcast. Close it out. Close it out.